I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Today is Monday, November 25, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket? Let's go through the bigger picture. We'll work our way down. We'll talk about what's expected this week and beyond, and we'll cover all our bases. We'll throw the ball around the horn. We'll take a look at a variety of charts, and about 20 minutes from now, you'll know more than you did when it started. Big picture. The gap held 309.55, tested it a couple of times. We talked about it being somewhat of the top area of what we can consider a breakout area. We looked at other charts. We described it at the time. If you have any questions about that particular topic, go back to the video from either Wednesday or Thursday of last week. It's in there. The futures open Sunday night. They begin trading higher. We get a Monday gap and go, and that's pretty much the story. We're at new highs. No surprise. The trend is your friend until it's not. We all know about that. We're riding the moving averages. We came back to eat some time off the clock, came back to work toward home base, 20-period moving averages home base. Simultaneously, what was happening? Home base was moving its way up toward price. They happened together. Hence, here we go up again. How high can we go? Let's have that discussion once again. Remember, from several days ago, we had a number on the docket 315.04 nothing's changed if you don't know where 315.04 comes from you're going to have to go back and dig through the previous videos i describe in detail where exactly that number comes from here we are thanksgiving week what's expected during thanksgiving week well let's lay the framework out a lot of people like to relax spend time with their families A lot of vacations are taken. Of course, anything can happen, but let's just use the 80-20 rule for a second. 80% of the time, not a lot's going to happen this week. The volume is going to be relatively light. In light volume, what happens? The path of least resistance is a bounce around sideways, kind of a chop shop, maybe slightly higher. There you have it. That's what we expect this week. Can anything else happen? Of course. Can there be a spark, a tweet, some kind of news event that sends the markets reeling, opens the trap door and everybody falls through? It's possible it's in the 20% camp of the 80-20 rule. That's the way I'm going to view this week. There's not much more to say about the upside of the market right now. Everything's bullish. There's technically nothing wrong with the market. That's been the case from a longer-term perspective. The market has somewhat of a short-term hissy fit from time to time. Gets a lot of the bear side traders excited. What did they do? Really, all they did was run down to fill the gap. And here we are again, making new highs. Let's see if we can learn something on a different chart. Taking it down to an intraday 15-minute chart, you know I'm all about the numbers. So early in the morning, we're on top of the numbers. Where the market opened today is important. What was the opening print? 311.98. We've been watching 312 or 3120 in the ES S&P E-mini futures contract. We've been watching those numbers for days and days and days. We knew they've been important. 
Here we are again inside the numbers. I'm going to give you just a snapshot. It's kind of a look-see. Early in the morning, probably 8 o'clock in the morning, already focused on 312-3120 in the ES. The other thing we know, and here's as you scroll up, you see as the morning unfolds what we're discussing. What we do know is getting above those numbers is important. The market tried to do it several times last week unsuccessfully. The more times you try something, the more likely you are to make it happen. And one thing that's a good awareness that traders need to have, inside the numbers traders have this awareness because I talk about it all the time, is the mid-morning pivot. We don't know exactly when it's going to be. We don't know exactly where it's going to come in. We don't know whether it's going to come in as a low or a high. But as the morning's unfolding, we're zeroing in on the mid-morning pivot. After that, we're looking for a couple of things. We're looking for either a garden variety decline or maybe the market just goes into a chop shop formation and then that tells us something about what might happen later. So the market's always providing information. So you see what the tour guide was talking about. Now here we go with the 15 minute chart and we run up to around 313, spike through it a little bit and that's where the market ends up putting in the mid-morning pivot, 1045. Sometimes it's 10.15, 11 o'clock, 10.30. We don't know. Day to day, every day is different. But after that happens, we're looking for what's the market doing? Has it been rejected? Or is it just in a chop shop building energy to make a continuation move later? And that's what ended up happening today. We see this over and over and over again. As long as you're able to identify it, and we're identifying it inside the numbers when it's occurring, traders are able to hop on board for that end of the day, push higher, that makes the market solidify the bullish close. We see this over and over and over again. They go out bullish. And in this case, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. And in this case, it's a duck until it's no longer a duck. So what's the bogey right now? What happens if we move over to an hourly chart and we take a look and you can see here we have a bull flag pattern that developed and it's more clear on the hourly chart. It's the same pattern you just saw on the 15-minute chart. It's just compressed down to the hourly chart. So you can see the market is breaking up. Is this complete or is it in the process of potentially putting in what we like to deem a symmetrical move, a.k.a. a continuation move? There's all kinds of fancy-schmancy names for candles, for patterns, for charts, for software, for indicators. And you know what I say? It's all nonsense. All you need to know is one thing. Can you tell me what the highest probability is that the market's going to do next? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? If you can't tell me that and be right using the 80-20 rule, the rest of this stuff is a bunch of horseshit. You know, RSI, Stochastic, MACD, Mac Truck, whatever you want to have. How about this look? Take a look at this breakdown candle. Take a look at what was going on last week. We looked at this a number of times. Take a look at where we opened today, opening above the breakdown candle high, right? And guess what? The same energy that would have normally been released in the southern direction is now doing what? It's going the other way. Have we ever heard that before? Raise your hand if you've ever heard that here before. That's right. 
It happens over and over and over again. So we know one outcome, and if one outcome isn't going to happen, we know the other outcome, so we try and keep it simple. You don't need more than two choices. And I suppose it's not only a matter of choices, because a trader would have to know that this specific area was important to begin with. If you don't know that's important to begin with, you're not necessarily looking at the same setup anyway. You guys know that that's important, so I'm speaking to an audience where I'm taking for granted that you already know certain things, unless you just showed up yesterday, and if you just showed up yesterday or today, stick around, you're going to learn stuff. And at times, it's going to sound like I'm bonkers, and I am, but bonkers gets results. Right out of Virgin Galactic, look at this rocket ride, we talked about the IWM for days and days and days. We knew the situation. It was teetering. This thing just took off like a bat out of hell. The weekly chart. We know about the top of the range. We discussed this probably a dozen or two times. Where's the top of the range? The top of the range isn't about. You can use this breakdown candle high right here. That's one possibility. You can use anything you want. It's a range. This is in or was in a trading range. This is now breaking out to the obvious north side of the trading range. How much juice is in the bucket? Where's the next logical area of overhead resistance? Traders that have taken the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, you know exactly where that is. And if you've been around here a long time, and even if you haven't taken the course, you probably know where it is too. My second favorite market leading indicator down at the transportation department had another rocket ride, up 1.5%, 163 points. Got sketchy there for a while last week. Closed below the gap, but we know something. We know something important. Time is more important than price. And I hate to do this. Traders that have taken the course see this. Time is more important than price. Sign in a signal of a trend change. Bingo, how you doing? Not saying it's easy. Not saying it's a piece of cake. Just saying. And those of you that have known me for a while know that I believe this, that at times, I'm just as stunned to see some of this stuff work over and over and over again as the next guy. It's fascinating, but 10x, at least from where I sit. Here's an interesting little tidbit. Did the transports fill the gap today? And the answer is, I don't think so, but let's double check. The number in my book, 10,959.26. Here's a 15-minute intraday chart. Didn't get to the number. Missed it by a handful of points. The high over here was 10,955 and change. Why didn't they fill the gap? They had every opportunity to fill the gap. It's nothing more than shenanigans. Now, shenanigans under normal garden variety market conditions this week, Thanksgiving, I'm not going to make more out of it than that. But under normal garden variety market conditions, we would give it a puzzle piece status having missed the gap. And if they don't fill the gap right away, we can think or consider that as weakness. But for right now, we're going to say the market in the last three trading sessions has come a long, long way. They missed the gap by a couple of points. Ha ha ha. How about the financial space? Anything wrong here? No, absolutely not. In an uptrend, we've talked about this, all they were doing over the last couple of weeks was just eating time off the clock, going sideways, doing what? Letting home base catch up to price. 
We talk about this over and over and over again, and then what happens? It happens, which is the reason we talk about it over and over and over again. They're breaking out to new highs. This looks harmless on a daily chart. We have to note something. We're coming up to a double top area, a top that was made January of 2018. Here it is on a monthly chart, and you can see the high happens to be $30.33. So I think this is important. Are they going to bust right through, continue higher, keep going? Certainly intra-month, that number's not as meaningful as it is as the month comes to a close. However, where are we? The month is coming to a close. Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, will be the last trading day of the month. Now, this is not an all-time high, but this is a near-term high and still has importance. Here's another reason to bring that up. Because the market's not going to just keep going. A lot of traders, a lot of investors will get FOMO. They want to hop on board. Fear of missing out. Here's where we have this discussion. When it feels really, really wrong, it's generally right. When it feels really, really right, it's generally wrong. We're going to get to the point really, really soon, like within days, like within points, we're not that far away from a more meaningful top that has some kind of corrective action in the market, more than a couple of day pullback that you can hardly see from across the room. But right now, the trend is your friend. It is what it is. It's a duck. We use the 80-20 rule. It's a holiday week. Unless the market screams out something, unless I have to get up on the table, unless I have to get up on the table and start jumping up and down, the odds on that the market's going to float around this week for a few days, probably sideways to higher. If it has a big decline, we know where the bogey is. Where's the bogey? Let's go back to the S&P. Let's talk bogey. Below today's low certainly would raise an eyebrow, but filling the gap isn't out of the ordinary. It's garden variety market behavior. That's the gap that was left open from Friday. So the gap happens to be 311.09. So that's far away from current price, but it could happen. It certainly could happen. But if we didn't bounce back off that in the northern direction, that would be cause for concern. So that's the bear case. If you wake up to a gap down on Tuesday morning, that's what you have to watch out for in the southern direction. Barring that, anything above today's opening range low or just today's low still has the market in a very strong uptrend. Look at the SMH. This is from the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. This is the ETF. Check this out. So it looks like they're ahead of the rest of the market It looks like they're going to bring the market down. It looks like they're going to fill the gap. And what do they do? They come up short and take off to the upside. This is what you call, and I don't know how many technical analysis books you're going to find this in, but this is what we call a -a rope-a-dope. When you flip over to the weekly chart, is there anything wrong with this market? Absolutely not. It's basically going sideways, way away, meaning far away from home base on the weekly chart way away from that 20-week moving average. So we will have a pullback, but right now, everything's bullish until it's not. Use the 80-20 rule. When the market tells you it's changing character, then it's generally changing character. Until that happens, it's not. And if you just use that type of philosophy, what that'll keep you from doing 
is guessing. Guessing is the same thing as anticipating because when you anticipate, you're making an assumption. And when you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and me. You because you guessed and me because I'm not doing something right because you guessed. And that, my friends, is a pretty good place to pull the ripcord for today. I certainly will not do so without informing each and every one of you how much I do appreciate you. Without you, these videos are not possible. So I thank you very much. This is Thanksgiving week. I have a lot to be thankful for. I have you to be thankful for. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app, and please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis. Music